0: Welcome back to Parked Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell, and I'm your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast, so who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday and happy freaking February. I can't believe it. It's actually kind of unfathomable that the first month of the year is already behind us. That's not sitting well with me in any capacity. As per usual, the passing of time is not something I'm loving or am comfortable with. Anyways, uh, let's put that aside. We'll table that for a rainy day. I hope you guys are having a great start to your week. I hope you had a fabulous weekend and you feel equipped to tackle literally anything that happens to you this week. And I don't think that's asking too much from your favorite podcast host. There, I said it. There, I said it. I'm really excited for this week's episode. This week's episode is a Am I the Asshole, courtesy of the Reddit thread, the Honestly, the best Reddit thread that has ever existed, Am I the Asshole, and I'm really excited. We haven't done one of these episodes in a while, but you guys really like them, so I'm excited to to be diving into these again because if there's one thing I love, it's hearing a story and then kind of like ripping it apart and judging people there. There. I said it. And to clarify, I'm obviously only judging the people that deserve to be judged, but you guys already knew that because you get me. You get me. And that's one of the things that I love about this podcast is that this podcast is such a safe space, which which, funny enough, we're going to dive into actually. Let's jump into peak and valley of the week. I also think we have a few new listeners. So I wanted to kind of quickly run through the things that happen every single episode. I do a peak and valley of the week which is my high and low of what has happened to me in the past week. Um, and it's just kind of, it's a way that I I can share a little bit of what's going on in my life because people always seem to be curious about that. And this is just like a little natural way for me to kind of work that in. So um, it's almost never super exciting. So don't get your hopes up. It's usually just about something that I have cooked or consumed in that week, um, which are you know, passions of mine: cooking and consuming things. So that's that is a little bit about me in and of itself. Um, so we do peak and valley of the week. We do pass the ox song of the week. All of these you might notice are kind of road trip themed, as is the title of this. Well, the the title of the podcast is actually the antithesis of road trip themed because it's actually sitting in a parked car, which is not a good start to any road trip. Is keeping the car in park. And I hope that also answered your question as to is this an educational podcast? Yes where else are you going to learn that in order to have a successful road trip, you have to put the car in drive. I don't know. I just don't think other podcasts are doing it like I am, if I'm being honest with you guys. So we do that. We do pass the ox song of the week, which is just a a song that I've been listening to and loving. Um, and then we also, sometimes, sometimes we do a traffic report. And we are doing a traffic report this week. We haven't done it in a few weeks. And I actually asked you guys if you had any contenders for topics for traffic report for this week. And traffic report is just kind of like breaking news. It's kind of like what's going on in the world of pop culture. Is there any... And I keep it pretty limited to like crazy kooky stories um, because those are obviously way more fun to talk about. So if there's anything crazy or kooky happening in the world, that's what we discuss in traffic report. And we have a good one this week. I'm excited. I also think I'm gonna make it a habit to ask you guys over on the podcast Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod, which you should be following, of course. Um, I'm gonna try and make it a habit to ask you guys Four topics for traffic report um, because I feel like I always like I see I see the things that are going on but I forget to write it down and like make make a mental note of it and then when I go to sit down to record the podcast I'm like oh it's so crazy literally nothing has happened this week in the world which isn't true ever um, so I think that's going to be a good place for me to go and also kind of get a gauge as to like what you guys are interested in hearing about so we do have a traffic report this week which I'm excited to kind of get back in the swing of anyways without further ado peak and valley of the week my peak of the week has been that i there is there is a moment that is being had on on tiktok especially right now and it's funny because it's from a video that i made back in october so it's so random how these things have a way of happening but back in october i made a video where i was saying that i was with my mom we were driving around in my car and my tire pressure light have been on for weeks and a lot of people were like oh my god I didn't know you could leave your tire pressure light on for weeks you can't no you can't I want to make that super clear like no one should be doing that but I just am kind of always like eh like (laughs) like it'll go away also I thought in my defense tire your tire pressure light comes on a lot when It's really, really cold out. And so sometimes after your tires like warm up from driving around, it just like goes off. And this is like right when it was starting to get really cold out. So I just kind of assumed that's what it was. And then I ignored it. Um, And then it just like never went away. So I was like, oh, okay, this is actually something I'm going to have to deal with at some point in time. And typically I would just ask my dad, I would say, hey, just so you know, my tire pressure light's on. And he would kind of go out and tackle that. And let me be clear that's because that is my dad's love language is acts of service. He loves to do other things for people. So he knows that like, that's not something I'm eager to do is to go out and put air in my tires. So he's going to do it for me. And that's beautiful. And that should be celebrated always. Who am I to hinder my dad's uh, way of expressing his love for me? That would be crazy, right? But I was sitting in the car with my mom driving around and I was like, yeah, you know what? It's actually been a while and we were going to get gas anyway. So I was like, while I'm at the gas station, might as well just put some air in my tires. Like, why not? And so I went and put air in my tires and my mom sat in the car the whole time, just kind of like on her phone, not helping me in any capacity. I'm kidding. Well, I'm not kidding, but I know she's listening. I didn't ask for her help. I want to make that clear. So she wasn't being rude. She was just, just hanging out. But I put the air in my tires, got back in the car. And my mom was like, honestly, I'm really impressed that you like, you just went and did that. Like, that's, that's impressive. And I was like, thank you so much. And because it's out of characteristic for both of us, like neither of us are are one to typically go handle anything car related on our own accord, unless it's kind of like absolutely urgent. So she was like, honestly, I'm really impressed that you just did that. And I said, you know what, I just thought like, how hard can it be? Boys do it. And then I said, wait, how hard can it be? boys do it. And I remember sitting in the car with my mom and we looked at each other and we were both like, whoa, <laughs> like like chills. Like that is actually so real. That is so real. And so I made a video about it like a few days later and the video, it did pretty well. I think it got, it got like around a hundred thousand likes, I want to say around there. Um, you know, like within the week after I posted it. And so it was, it was doing well, but like nothing, nothing came of it. And then, um, just recently this this it was actually it was like last saturday i saw a lot of people uh making making videos using that sound and they're using it's funny because the video is like a minute and a half long and they're just using like a 15 second clip from like the very end of the video where i say how hard can it be boys do it and then i say how hard can it be boys do it and People are making the coolest fucking videos, and it's obviously all women, and they're making videos of themselves doing things that stereotypically men would be doing. Um, I think the number one video using that sound so far is uh, a woman who's an electrician, and she's like wiring a house. I don't, I don't know like the exact verbiage of what what goes on um, with electricians, but she's literally wiring a house, and she's using the sound, and it's just so cool. And there's so many cool videos with that sound. Uh, one of my friends on TikTok, her name's Kelly Giraldi. She is a literal astronaut. Like a few months ago, she went into space. I can't stress that enough. Like she went into space, okay? And she used the sound, and that was obviously so insane. Then we've had we've had some famous authors. We had Jodi Picoult. I think that's how you say her last name. Obviously like a huge, huge bestselling author. Uh, she used the sound and was like, how hard you gonna be boys do it when it comes to sitting down and writing a book. That's insane. And then we had Carrie motherfucking Washington. Okay, the Carrie Washington. Uh, she used the sound too. And she was talking about like running for president or something. So cool. Literally so cool. And so it's just been so fun to see other people take some words that I kind of like said in passing, like ingest and, and make it something so fucking cool. So that's been, that's been like a really cool thing to just kind of like be a part of to some extent. But also with that, as we know on the internet, something I frequently talk about is like when, when something goes super viral and is like having a moment and it reaches like a certain threshold, there's obviously going to be there's gonna be some people in there that are not jiving with it. And like it is shocking as we kind of pivot into my valley of the week. It is shocking how how many men are so genuinely upset by the sentiment that men that women can do the same things that men can do. Uh it's crazy. And like I knew that was gonna happen because they're nothing if not predictable, but it has been insane like how genuinely just butt hurt these men get about me saying this and for the most part i will say for a video that has um has you know gone as viral as it has it has been really well received like in comparison to videos i've had in the past where i can tell like immediately like oh shit this is going downhill fast because it i can tell that it just reached an audience that loves to hate in perpetuity aggressively and uh vitriolically and this time it really didn't it's just like a few strays here and there but the strays are they are bad enough they're just they're just horrible and they just have nothing nice to say the funniest thing though is that I've seen I've seen a few people get into fights in the comment section of the original video and one of them it was so funny it was this guy commented and he I need to pull it up hold on Okay, so this guy commented and said, most average women cannot do every job men do. Those, who, those that can don't. Even amongst men, there's stratification. How about we appreciate gender differences? Which is just like tired and it's not proving anything, which I love. I love when they have these like little non-arguments like, okay, most average women cannot do every job men do. That is inherently just a thing that you said. <laughs> like at the end of the day, that is just a sentiment that you concocted in your head and decided that it is real. It's based in nothing. It's based in nothing. And I also want to say, I looked up actually recently how many jobs in the US workforce are manual labor jobs, because that's what they're referring to when they say this, right? Is like, you know, men that are doing some form of manual labor and that's like women don't do that. Only 20% only twenty percent of all jobs in the U.S. are manual labor jobs. So the reason I had looked that up was because a man had said, uh, well, all men are working manual labor jobs. And I was like, that's not even a little bit true, especially when you take into consideration that only 20% of jobs in the U.S. are manual labor jobs. Not all the men are doing just 20% of those jobs. So that's just inherently untrue, but whatever. Um, And how about we appreciate gender differences? Like, how about you shut the fuck up just a little bit? Just a little bit. And what it comes down to, ultimately, is that men feel threatened that women can do things that they can do because they fear that they will become obsolete because the only thing that they think they can offer to the world is the thing that they do. Because that is patriarchy and capitalism at play. It's just like, it's so, it's so tired. How about you work on bringing something else to the table other than lift heavy thing? And then you'll be fine. Then you'll be fine. Then you won't have to worry about anything, whatever. And then this was the funny thing. So this guy comments on this video, a woman comments back on it. And she says, I cannot believe you seriously said that, LOL. And I'm like, okay, pop off. Like, she's just like, she just like stumbled upon this comment and said that. Comments of find out, they know each other in real life because he comments back and goes, first off, I miss you. And I remember that was the first, I saw that comment. And it's funny because on TikTok, they don't show you when someone, like if someone comments on my video, but they're replying to someone else, they don't show you that, which a lot of the times pisses me off because people are arguing with each other but it looks like they're just commenting something like crazy on my video but it's really in response to someone else being crazy so it's like it gets my (laughs) gets my heart rate up unnecessarily but I saw this comment that said first off I miss you and I was like who the fuck is saying this on my video like I don't know this person and I started reading their whole thread he said first off I miss you secondly I think you know I'm all for feminism breaking norms but I felt like arguing (laughs) Which is just like so funny because if we trace back to his original comment, it's like, Yeah, you did. You just felt like saying something. You just felt like you wanted to say something, which is hilarious to me. But uh hard to type everything out here though. And then they just like kept going at it, but it was just like so funny that like in the middle of her being like, I cannot believe you seriously said that. He's like, First off, I miss you. Second of all, like it's just oh, it was so funny. That made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, there's been some things, but my real, my real valley of the week has been that people have been taking the words I'm saying and trying to profit off of them. And that is so shitty. It's so shitty. And I, you know, I don't want to like talk about it in depth on social media because I just, as we've seen, there's audiences on there that I don't I don't trust and they just like don't they just don't get it but I feel like this is a safe space and I'm not really going to go into detail but it's just it's shitty seeing people try to make merch that says how hard can it be boys do it and they're, they try and like pass it off like it's a good thing like it's complimentary like oh my god you should be flattered like we love this so much that <laughs> that we want to start making money off of it like that's no I hate I hate this and this is such a big part of doing a job like this i hate that other people's lack of creativity becomes my problem because that's not fair that's not fair i'm a creative person i you know put in the work every single day to continue to make content that people like and uh and appreciate and to have that then be just kind of taken from me and other people get to profit off of it that is just like so so scummy it's so scummy and that happened recently and I had people like commenting on it and they were like oh my god this is so exciting and I was like no it's not like it's not exciting to me that people are ripping me off in any any way shape or form like that's not cool um and it's just it sucks when you know I am am working I'm working on things and I am doing my best to have everything come out perfectly and as quickly as possible, but it just sucks that there's other people that just see everything as being something that they can take as their own, and that's just not true, and it just kind of sucks, and it's like, I know it probably sounds dramatic, but it's just like, it's super, super upsetting, because I was, you know, thriving. I was like, this is so fucking cool. I love all of this, and then to have it be like, oh, nope, nope, that's mine, is just, so so frustrating because it's like even when even when you win you lose something and that's you know ugh it's really it's a fun time uh, as usual me ending valley of the week on like just like a really depressing note that's my bad anyways let's jump into uh pass the ox song of the week honestly I've been in kind of like a music slump like I just haven't found any good new to me music recently at all so I've been listening just to Noah Khan, kind of on repeat because that feels like the vibe right now in New England because it's fucking freezing and just like dark and kind of sad. So really just Noah Khan, just all the usual suspects, I would say, you know, Northern Attitude, duh, Stick Season, duh, All My Love, duh, New Perspective, duh. Just just all the... The View Between Villages extended version will never not slap. There, I said it. It's just just really really good songs also um he's coming out with another song on february 9th and this is crazy he is adding there's two songs that are gonna have someone else on them now and one of them is you're gonna go far which as most of you know that is my favorite noah khan song of all time i think he's speaking to my soul when he wrote that song and listen people are thinking it's going to be Olivia Rodrigo. I need you to know I am not responsible for my actions. If that is the case, like I fucking love that song and I obviously love Olivia Rodrigo and that would be truly a dream come true. Nothing shy of a dream come true. Okay. Traffic report. This week's traffic report. We're going to discuss... The Ace family of it all. We're gonna discuss the Austin McBroom drama. Now, you guys, I'm sure a lot of you, if you're online, you you know, you know about this, you know what's going on. But also, a lot of people that have been listening to this podcast for a while, you might recall an episode I did. God, I don't even know how long ago it was. Probably like two years ago now. Um, I did an episode about family channels, family YouTube channels, family vloggers, and how awful I think they are. I think they're just so shady all of them. I think there's like almost no way you can kind of ethically be doing that. But that being said, I did touch on the Ace Family in that video. I mean, in that podcast episode, because they are kind of like the end all be all of family vloggers I feel like they are like a huge family vlogging channel and they've gotten into so many controversies they've been a part of so many scams allegedly so many things like they run they ran like a charity basketball game and I'm pretty sure it wasn't for charity I think they like benefited from it they've done giveaways but then they just give away like massive amounts of money or things to their friends not to actual people that participated in the giveaway they're just not the best people they also they went bankrupt and then they had this whole scandal because they they like bought a house they were like they were building a house but I think for tax purposes and this is all alleged and I I have a very scattered memory when it comes to this but I remember this happening they for tax purposes they wrote it off as like a commercial space but because of that it couldn't be residential because you can't like in the state of California, like you can't have a, a, a registered commercial space that's also residential. And so they were like living out of this house illegally while it was being built. It was this whole thing. They have... They're just like so famous for being so out of touch, like crazy out of touch. Like they would post entire videos while they were building this house about how horrible it was that they had to like walk outside to get to their home gym, like crazy, crazy out of touch shit. So just like not the best. Also, the, the couple, Austin and Catherine, Austin has like confirmed been cheating on her for years and years and years. And he always cheats on her with like these Instagram models. So it always comes to light publicly, which is not that cheating is right in any capacity, but like it just always ends up being the biggest slap in the face to her because these girls always like come out about it publicly and she gets humiliated essentially. So it's just like he is not a good dude at all, right? Now, (laughs) that being said, they announced at the beginning of the year that they were getting a divorce, which is crazy. And I will say like 30% of me is like, I think this is for views (laughs) there. I said it. I think I do think they would be insane enough to get divorced for the plot. Like I think they would do that because they haven't posted on their vlogging channel in like six months. I want to say like, so it's kind of unclear as to like how are they even making money especially because it's not like they were these people that were so big and made a shit ton of money and uh you know probably just like put it all away and now they literally don't have to work for the rest of their lives because we know for a fact that they like went bankrupt like they had to declare bankruptcy so there's definitely there was issues going on there so it's kind of like what have you okay what are you doing then And so they announced that they were getting divorced. And it was so weird because they posted it as if it was like them proclaiming their new year's resolution. Like they were like this year, it was like on January 2nd or something They're like this year, we are committed to getting a divorce. Like it was so, it was the weirdest way to announce to the world that you're getting a divorce. And, uh, it's like, it seems to be very clear that, Catherine is the one who wanted a divorce, which that obviously makes total sense. Like she's the one that has gotten cheated on several times. Um, And she, it, it like based on the wording of their posts, it makes it seem like she is leaving him. And based on his (laughs) temper tantrums that he's been throwing on social media, it's becoming more abundantly clear. And that's because he's posting so much on Snapchat, which if you guys don't know, Snapchat is like the the most lucrative platform for creators because you can post a shit ton of stories, and interspersed in those stories is ads, and you're making like you make so much money. I I know that that is like that's why all these people are on Snapchat. Like David Dobrik, after he stopped posting because people decided, oh wait, this is kind of weird. Um, when he kind of got like soft canceled, he just went on Snapchat, and I'm sure he's making more money than he was ever making on YouTube, which is insane. And it's like so low effort too. like, you don't have to do anything crazy. You just have to be posting all the time, especially I think also because Snapchat is targeting kids. So that tracks It's just like the easiest demographic to like get to be obsessed with you. But he posts on Snapchat all the time. Austin does all the time. And he's been posting on Snapchat, like having nothing shy of probably like an identity crisis and just kind of a breakdown. But then he's, he's posting it, which is so bold of him. And, So the other day I saw one of the videos that he had posted on Snapchat and he was like, you guys just know, like, I'm out here. I'm locked in. I'm grinding. You know, I've been going to church. I've been working on myself. I've been, you know, in the gym. If you know me in real life, you know I am locked in right now. Like, (laughs) you know it. You just know it. It's crazy. It's so beyond cringy the things that he says and he just like means it so seriously and he is just kind of like that guy who goes through a breakup and then tries to do everything in his power to make it seem like he's doing well like that's kind of what he was doing and then there were so many times where he was talking about moving out because he was moving out of the house that they lived in and he was like I was supposed to move out today but you know there was a hold up with this and that and then he was like I was supposed to move out today but I woke up and I'm so sick and he had his friend like take him to the hospital and he was just like whining all day about how sick he was it was crazy and everyone is like oh my god Catherine needs needs to just like kick his ass out because he's like clearly trying to just prolong this and make it so that he never actually has to leave and then he was gonna he's been showing apparently that he was looking at houses to move out, obviously. He ends up buying a house. It's like five houses away from where Catherine and the kids are gonna be, which in any other circumstance is like, yeah, that's totally normal that he would like want to be as close as possible to his kids. But it just like with everything of him being so reluctant to leave, I just like kind of have no choice but to believe that this is that this is like an ulterior motive and he just like wants to be as close as possible. It's he's not doing okay. And he is making it everyone's business, which is entertaining. And not like, listen, this guy is not, not a good guy. He's not a good guy. So I feel okay saying that. Obviously, if they are legitimately getting divorced, which I'm still skeptical about, that is horrible. It's horrible that they have to go through this and that their kids have to go through it. But it's just like, he is making this so public and it's, I don't know what he wants because it's instantly, he turned into a laughing stock because it's like, why are you posting? What are you doing? What are you actually doing? What is going on? And so it's not like he's I'm sure he is gaining sympathy from some people, from people that have watched them, but it's also, they have such a weird audience because when they were big, like five years ago, it was like children. And I'm sure a lot of those children have now grown up and don't give a rat's ass about the Ace family. So I actually do wonder like where his audience lies now. And I'm sure it's significantly decreased over the years, but I just I cannot see what he's gaining from this besides views, which I guess he he needs now. So that's, that's good for him, I guess. But it is, it's been a wild ride to be a part of so far. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this saga kind of continues, if I'm being honest. Okay, 30 minutes into the episode, let's dive into Am I the Asshole? Okay, first up, we have Am I the Asshole for hiding vegetables in my boyfriend's food? Now, I always like to kind of guess if they're going to be the asshole. I don't, my guess is, is she's not the asshole, although, although why is, why do you have to do that? That is, that is my first and foremost question. Why is that a situation you find yourself in needing to hide vegetables in your boyfriend's food? Okay, let's, let's dive in. I, 28 female, have been with my boyfriend, 36 male, for a year, and we moved in together about four months ago. One of the first things I noticed about my boyfriend was that he never really ate vegetables. He would sometimes eat them if we were out at a restaurant and they came as part of his meal, but he never ate them when I cooked for him. Originally, I thought that maybe my cooking was the problem, so I asked him if he enjoyed my food, and he told me that he loves my cooking on nights where i didn't cook from him he ate exclusively frozen foods and never ate the vegetables in those either naturally he has some health issues vitamin deficiencies etc he has phrased it to me as if he is somehow just genetically unlucky i believed it for a while because i don't know how that stuff works but eventually it became clear to me that it's because he voluntarily eats a vegetable like once a month no no i no i'm sorry no Okay, six months ago, I started hiding vegetables in my cooking. If I was making pasta, i put the vegetables I'd usually put in for myself and take half them out and blend them up so he wouldn't notice the vegetable chunks, and then I'd just tell him I scooped the veggies out of his portion. This happens more often now that we live together because I do all the cooking. He's been telling me a lot lately he's been feeling a lot better. (laughs) in the past few months and that he even had his doctor reduce the dosage of some of his medications and he hasn't had to take his multivitamin in weeks. I kept my mouth shut because I'm glad he's feeling better and it really does me no harm to hide the veggies in his food. Yesterday I was making one of our regular pasta meals. It's one that's very easy to hide at least four veggies in and I was about to blend my boyfriend's portion when the blender died mid-blend. I had to serve it in, in all its veggie glory. My boyfriend refused to eat the vegetables, but when he tasted the sauce, he said it's weird how it tasted the exact same, even though this one has vegetables in it. So I confessed. He screamed at me and called me a controlling bitch. I'm sorry, and you had a fleeting thought that you could have been the asshole? There's no way. There's He called you a controlling bitch and said that it's none of my business if he thinks vegetables don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I pointed out that he said he felt better. He said his health was none of my business and that I'm controlling, judgy, etc. And stormed out of our apartment to stay with his sister. His sister texted me that he's fine, but she agrees with him. My friend agrees that it's ridiculous that he wouldn't eat the vegetables. Am I being an asshole? No. No. Not even a little bit are you being an asshole. If anything, you are being so kind to go out of your way to coddle this grown ass man. This man is almost 40. He's almost 40 and he refuses to eat vegetables. And furthermore, he thinks they're like a conspiracy theory and that they don't do anything. That in and of itself is like 35 red flags. That is 35 red flags. Are you kidding? You you went out of your way to coddle this man to make sure that he was eating a balanced meal, which he should be doing on his own accord because as aforementioned, he's almost fucking 40 years old. You went out of your way to do that for him to ensure to ensure that he's getting the nutrients that he needs and then he finds out about it. And it's crazy that he admittedly feels so much better after eating vegetables. It's almost like they do something for you. It's almost like they do serve a purpose and that eating something that has remotely some nutritional value is going to benefit you in some way, shape or form, as opposed to the frozen meals that he's been eating for himself. Like that is crazy. That is a crazy response to have especially I remember like this would happen as kids. Like we would eat something and then my parents wouldn't tell me everything that was in it. And then they'd be like, oh, there's actually zucchini in this. And I'd be like, oh, and I'd be annoyed because it tasted good. And I, if I had known there was zucchini in it, I would have not eaten it or I would have thought that it tasted bad just like mentally. But that stopped happening to me around 10 years old because then what happened is I grew the fuck up. And I realized, oh, okay, I do need to eat vegetables because they're good for me. And also they don't taste that bad. And clearly he actually doesn't think they taste bad because he's been eating your food with vegetables in it for months. This is insane. And then to flip it on you and call you a controlling bitch, that in and of itself is insane. You're so controlling. You make me eat vegetables. It's giving... It's giving Freud, it's giving you or his mother in a way that isn't sitting well with me personally, not that literally anyone asked, but that's just like, come on, come on. No, this girl is not the asshole in any capacity. And I hope that she, I hope that after she posted this, she came to her senses and like realized, oh, okay. Oh, okay. A lot of people are actually on my side with this. Okay. That's good. Because that's insane. No, that is actually so insane okay next one we have am i the asshole for not punishing my seven-year-old daughter for her play relationships i'm gonna have to say nope but we'll see my husband and I have a seven-year-old daughter together. Her name's Layla. A few months ago, Layla got a quote-unquote boyfriend, Lucas. They are seven, so it's obviously not, re- not a real relationship. They just hold hands sometimes, and they draw each other hearts for Valentine's Day. This week, Layla was apparently holding hands with another boy, who also sent Layla a Valentine's Day love letter, and Lucas took offense to it. We found out because Lucas's parents called us to tell us Lucas won't be coming over on Saturday like it was originally planned because he is mad at Layla. My husband wants us to punish Layla. <laughs> what? Wants us to punish Layla and wants me to talk to her about faithfulness. A, seven, a seven-year-old? a 7 She can't even pronounce the word faithfulness. Prob- okay, I don't know. She definitely can actually, but she certainly can't spell it. What do you what do you mean what do you mean at first I thought he was joking but no he was serious he says that Layla cheated on Lucas and I as her mother should do something about it I told my husband that Layla is seven not a cheater and I won't treat her as such he then accused me of quote-unquote raising a cheater and encouraging the bad behavior am I the asshole for not wanting to punish Layla no all I have to say to that is no she's seven you weirdo freak You literal weirdo freak. She, what is that? What do you think that they're getting engaged soon? Like, what is, what is your perception of this relationship? The fact that you're viewing it as serious in any way, shape, or form is more concerning than anything. Why are you taking a seven-year-old's relationship as like the word of God? That's so weird on you. Is anyone, does anyone agree with me? (laughs) It's always funny when I record these episodes because I'm like so convinced and then I'm like wait am I is this wrong because <laughs> because no one else is sitting here with me I don't think I am I don't think I am I think that's really fucking weird that's actually really weird I don't like that at all so you have it here first you are not the asshole and your husband is is an asshole and also kind of strange oh kind of weird like it's one thing it's one thing to like if your daughter your seven-year-old daughter steals something from someone then obviously that's like inappropriate." thing to chat about and say hey you can't do that that's not right that's not or if if she's being mean to someone it's like yeah you can't no you can't be mean to them you shouldn't be bullying other kids obviously those are things that you would have a chat a chat with because you would want to prevent her from doing those things in the future if you tried to sit down with a seven year old and explain to her the complexities of an adult relationship that's so weird it would go right over her head that's like how would she know she does not think she's doing anything wrong because she's just like oh I'm holding hands with a, with a boy that's normal because she's fucking 7 you freak I don't yeah no not the asshole Okay next up we have am I the asshole for moving to a hotel because my wife's family insisted I sleep on the couch Hmm you know this one right off the bat I don't know I mean, I would never want to sleep on a couch, so I'm inclined to say not the asshole, but what did this person do to warrant sleeping on the couch is my question. So we'll see. My first inclination, not the asshole, we'll see. My wife and I got married last summer. Her family lives across the country from us, so up until this point, I had never actually visited them, but I had met them a handful of times, and we've always gotten along fine. They invited us to come visit and stay with them for a few days, and we took them up on the offer. We flew in yesterday, and everything went well. Her dad and I watched football while she caught up with her mom and sisters, and then we had a really nice dinner, but things went south at the end of the night when it was made clear that they didn't want me sharing a bed with my wife while in the their home and that they expected me to sleep on the couch. Okay, no. Yeah. Not at all. Are you the asshole? That's crazy. You are married. You are you are married. You are a married couple. I honestly thought they were joking at first, but they insisted that we sleep separately. I had a problem with the implication that I shouldn't be allowed to sleep next to my wife, and I also had a bad back and the couch did not look the least bit comfortable and they don't have a guest room after arguing back and forth for a bit I decided to leave and book a hotel I told my wife she didn't have to come with me and she chose to stay and said and I said I'd come back the next day I went off to the Marriott about 10 minutes away and got a good night's sleep trying to not let the whole situation bother me no you are not the asshole that's crazy that's crazy and that's so weird that like that even after like putting up a fight and resisting and being like, okay, then I'm just going to, I'm just going to go then that they still weren't like, okay, fine, whatever. Because that's, that's just like rude. That's so rude and so weird. You're, you are married. What what do they think is what do they think at home you sleep in separate beds? Cause that, that's crazy. <laughs> that is making no sense to me at all. And presumably, do they say how old they were? Hold on no but they are of the legal age to get married that is fully insane no these people are fully insane not the asshole at all and also now it's just like they just made it so weird and now they also why would you why would you guys ever want to visit them again like why did they do that to themselves that's so bizarre they must be like crazy religious i'm assuming but still ugh, weird all right next up we have am i the asshole for calling my girlfriend a gold digger this one I'm going to have to say yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think I would think so just based on nothing. Let's see. Throwaway account because my girlfriend has read it. I, female 23, just got into an argument with my girlfriend, female 20 of one and a half years. My family and I were going on a trip to Canada over Christmas to go skiing. After missing a New Year's with her last year, I promised that I would be here this year to spend it with her. So when I told her my family decided to go on this trip, she asked if she could come too. I told her I was pretty sure my parents would say no, so there was no point in asking. I thought that was the end of it. I was wrong. Flash forward to a week before the trip, she asked... She asked if I had asked if she could come. This caught me off guard because she doesn't normally push stuff like this. I told her that, like I said, there was no point in asking and I felt kind of like she was trying to take advantage of my parents' kindness. <laughs> in what way? Just by asking the question? Okay, anyways. She said it felt like it was a slap in the face and said that I was being ridiculous because she had refused my parents' financial help in the past and that it doesn't matter where they were going. She just wanted to spend the holiday with me. I, it really felt like she was trying to get a free vacation out of me and my family. So I may have been a little bit harsh, but I still think I was right. She said I was an asshole for calling her a gold digger, but I still think she was taking advantage of my parents. Am I the asshole? Yep. Yep. Yep, you are. Yes, you are. It's not like beyond preposterous for her to ask if she could be included in the trip, especially because you had said that you would spend New Year's together. So then it's like, okay, this trip comes about. It's like, oh, well, I still want to spend New Year's together. Do you think maybe I could go on the trip with you? Which that's like a pretty rational train of thought. And I don't think that that's like really too pushy. Maybe it's like, okay, why is she inviting herself? But again, I think it's more so just because it's part of, it's going to be, you're going to be gone during the holiday. Right. Even still, to call her a gold digger because she just asked to be included in a trip is like insane also was it ever implied that like she wouldn't be paying for anything on this trip you know what i mean that no way 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 too far there was an update posted with this post it says update we broke up she came over and was really upset about everything I couldn't handle it anymore and I ended the relationship she said that that was what she was coming over to do as well so maybe all of this was just for the best I just couldn't take her outbursts anymore and just wanted to be out of the relationship she said I was immature and once again called me an asshole so at least it was a mutual agreement lol I know everyone here thinks I'm the asshole and maybe I am, but I still don't think I was wrong. It's it's one of those things where it's like if you thought your parents wouldn't be okay with the trip, like there's a different way to go about it. You know what I mean? You can just be like, I, yeah, I just don't, I think they want it to be just family. Like that's totally valid and fine. That is completely understandable to to say, you know, I, I really wish you could come on this trip too, but I know that my parents wanted to be just family and us to spend some quality time together. So I don't think they would go for you coming along. That's totally understandable to escalate it to a point where you were then like, I think she just wants to get a free trip out of us like that. Where did that come from? And then to go the extra mile and say that she's a gold digger. Like, are you kidding where did that come from and also she'd be gold digging off of your family not you like that's crazy too to make it seem like because if if someone's a gold digger it's because the person that they're dating has a lot of money not because the person that they're dating's parents have like what are you bringing to the table you're not even inviting her on on trips (laughs) like what is she getting out of this out of this gold digging she'd be a really bad gold digger honestly god yeah i you are the asshole hate to say it this one says, would I be the asshole if I told my fiance's family I am not buying them a new TV? Instinctually, I'm saying no. Why, why would you have to do that? Okay. I, 29 male, just got a call from my fiance letting me know that her family is expecting us to buy them a new TV because our daughter broke theirs. Our daughter, Jane, was over at their house instead of daycare at their request. They wanted to spend some quality time with her, and instead of doing that, they decided they would sit on their phones and watch TV instead of the baby that's not even a year old yet. Yeah, No, already this is a no. So baby Jane was playing with these chords and we get a video of her not five minutes before the TV falls playing with these chords. We got the video too late to make a difference, but her family's excuse was that they didn't realize what she was playing with. That's your job. When you are watching a baby, it is your job to know what the baby is playing with. That's insane. That's, a, that's an insane excuse. And it's not even real. That's not even a real excuse that just continues to make you look bad. Um, she tugged to the cords enough that the TV fell from where it was and busted it enough so that it's basically useless. She's lucky it didn't fall on her. Are you kidding? Cause presumably she's playing like right near where the TV is. And so that could have gone horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. So would I be the asshole if I told them to pound sand? Loving that. I'm loving that expression. You know what? How about you pound sand? That's great. Would I be the asshole if I told them to pound sand because the only reason the TV fell was because they weren't watching Jane and they were lucky it didn't fall on her? No, because that's exactly what I just said. I don't feel like I should be responsible for someone else's negligence. Absolutely Absolutely not. You should not be responsible for someone else's negligence. That's so insane. Um, they added an edit. Jane goes to daycare during working hours. My fiance's family were watching her at their request instead of her being in daycare. They are not the primary child's care. They added another edit. I would like everyone to know that I am rip shit that my child was almost hurt and then later found out that she... Stuck her hand in a fan that had the guard taken off. She is okay. I will be ripping my sister-in-law a new asshole. Um, a lot of people commented that it seemed that I seemed okay with it and I'm not. I just wanted to, to tell the story without going off. I appreciate all your advice and ideas for how to handle the situation. Sister-in-law will be on a very short leash for a long time when it comes to baby Jane. No. I, no. I would never let those people watch your child again. Are you kidding? She injured her hand and almost had a TV fall on her just because it's crazy that they were sitting right there, presumably, and just were continuing to let her play with it. That is, oh my God, no, that is insane. And I think so often, not that I can relate to this in any way, shape or form, because I obviously am not married and do not have children, but so often from stories I've heard, (laughs) it seems like grandparents and like in-laws, whatever, people that, You know, aunts and uncles that are related to the baby, they think that just because they're related to the baby, that you should trust them implicitly with their child, with your child. And that is so far from the truth. Like, are you kidding? Just because you're related doesn't mean you're going to be a good caretaker of the child. That doesn't mean I should trust you with my baby, especially someone that's so young. Like, she's not even a year old. Like, that is no. No, they do not deserve to ever watch your child again. And then it's like, that would just stress you out. And you don't want to be stressed knowing that your your baby is in the care of someone who is just so negligent. So, oh, that's infuriating. I would, I would be, I would be beyond. This one says, am I the asshole for telling my aunt she looked good for her wedding and upsetting her fiance? Mm, no. No. Telling someone they look good on their wedding, telling the bride that she looks good on her wedding day, I would have to say, you, could, you couldn't you could be the asshole in that situation. I'm finding, finding it really hard to believe a situation where this person would be the asshole, but we'll see. My aunt got married again for the second time uh, last weekend, and I was part of the group helping her to get ready on the day. I told her that she looked really great and was looking really hot. I only remember the specific wording because it was made a big deal about, but it was just general excitement and everyone complimenting the bride-to-be. Everyone seemed really happy and excited, but my comments really upset her fiancé, now husband. He apparently heard about my comments, still not sure how or why it was even particularly worthy of sharing. Yeah, that's crazy. If he wasn't there, why is someone like going and tattletaling on you? And even still, what is there to tattletale on that you gave the bride a compliment? I'm so confused. I'm literally so confused. He apparently heard about my comment and it made him really upset. He said that it made him very uncomfortable that I was making such comments about his wife whilst he was in the next room. For wider context, most people are telling me that it's not a big deal and that he gets like this often, although my dad is saying that it was inappropriate. What? And then I shouldn't have made comments about his wife on her day? Ew. What? Is everyone else like... Collectively, like sorry, what? (laughs) What does that mean? Inappropriate comments. You look hot. Who doesn't want to hear that on their wedding day? Literally, who wouldn't want to hear that? I'm I'm so confused. Um, I should have made comments about his wife on her day, and that I'm an asshole for not apologizing and making his day about me, which I haven't, and I am still bemused about it all because I don't think I've done anything wrong really. I also don't think this is particularly relevant, but I know people will think it changes everything. But I am a woman in her 20s. My aunt and I guess now uncle are in their late 40s, I think. This is so beyond insane to me. I'm so confused. In what world? I mean, I'm confused by a lot of elements of this because first and foremost, it's crazy that like you were in a room of presumably just like other women because you were all getting ready together. And you said to your aunt as she's getting ready for one of the biggest days of her life. Oh my God, you look great. You look so hot. First of all, who wouldn't want to hear that? Who would like, who doesn't want to hear that on their fucking wedding day? It's just a compliment. It's literally just a compliment. So the first thing that's insane to me is that like in that room, when you are saying a compliment, and also is no one else complimenting her? Like that's so fucking weird. It's so weird to think that you're like in a room getting ready for her wedding and you compliment her. And that was so out of the, the norm of what was happening in that room that it like stood out to everyone because were you guys just all staring at her and not saying anything? Like I'm so confused by the dynamic in this room. But someone hears you compliment her and is like, that's so weird. I have to go tell her husband. I have to go tell her fiance that she's about to, what? What? Could you imagine, hear me out. I'm getting married, okay? In this hypothetical situation, I'm getting married. I am in a room preparing for my wedding. And everyone in the room is like, Mile, you look great. And as they should, as they as I would hope that everyone who's helping me prepare for my wedding, presumably the most important people in my life, that they would be hyping me up and giving me a compliment. And for whatever reason, someone says to me, Maddie, you look so hot right now. Okay. And someone else in this room is like that's so weird I'm gonna go tell Maddie's future husband about this and then if my future husband was so perturbed by that is that not a is that not like a huge red flag what do you care what do you care what business does he have even knowing that information like that's so it's there's so many layers to it that I'm just like completely flummoxed by because why is that something that he needs to know in the first place? Like, why was that so concerning that someone felt that they had to go out of their way to share that information with him? But then on his end, why would someone else complimenting your wife make you upset? You have to do some serious self-reflection if that is a situation you find yourself in. If you find out that someone complimented your future wife, sorry, not even someone, a family member a family member complimented your wife on her wedding day and you become so upset by that. Oh my God, seek counseling. That is that is seriously strange. Is Like that is really, 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 truly odd to me. I'm not loving that in any capacity. That is actually kind of scary when you think about it. I don't like that at all. So no, you, you are absolutely not the asshole. And not only are you not the asshole and the husband is clearly kind of a weird controlling asshole everyone else there is so fucking strange like let me just say that everyone else who who was like so alarmed by that comment that they also need help I would venture to say like that's so weird that is so weird all right I think this will be our last one for today would I be the asshole for not getting my boyfriend a birthday gift because he asked me to pay off his car or buy him a second car nope I'm right off the bat No, you're not. Okay, let's see. Boyfriend has had four cars in the two years I've known him. One was totaled in an accident, but the others he just gets sick of and trades in. Every time there is a negative equity, even though once I helped pay 6K of it. Oh my God. So now he is 12K underwater on the current car, which is a brand not known for reliability. So it's always needing expensive maintenance. What a dumbass. There, right off the bat. Are you kidding? Are you, it has to be a red flag for someone who clearly isn't like a fucking billionaire, right? For someone who is not filthy fucking rich to have four cars in the two years that you've known him, that is why? Why is that? Absolutely. That's just like not practical in any sense, right? So it is a red flag in that sense that it's just like you are so beyond impractical. Just like use a car for being a car. I know some people like they love cars, but like at the end of the day, like it's just supposed to get you from point A to point B. Uh, again, especially if you are not a billionaire and you can't just be like buying cars all the time and just like having this one for fun because it like looks cool. Like that's not, no, that's not. Okay. He found out by accident after we started dating that I am wealthy. <laughs> that sentence tells me everything about this relationship. He, find out by he found out by accident, which implies that you were keeping that from him in some way, shape or form. Okay, so why, why did you feel the need to do that in your relationship? Clearly, something was saying, maybe I shouldn't trust this man with that information. He found out by accident after we started dating that I am wealthy. It is all saved and invested so that I can keep growing for me. But he could tell by my house, I drive a car that is only worth about six k. Since he found out, he keeps asking if I would, quote unquote, consider paying off the $22,000 loan on his current car, of which 12k is underwater. He also keeps mentioning that he wants to put Apple CarPlay in for another $600, which I think is ridiculous since he has phone connected music, just not CarPlay. I already gifted him CarPlay for one of the previous cars. So it's annoying to be asked for it on the next one. This this whole thing is annoying. He's asking for $22,000. And you're like, yeah, but the $600 for CarPlay is annoying. No. I mean, yes, but so is the $22,000 that he's asking for from you. Then yesterday, he mentioned again that he'd like, quote unquote, help buying a second vehicle, a truck to drive to and from work so that he doesn't have to put miles on the current car. He's mentioned this several times, but then yesterday he texted me links to some listings. His birthday is coming up, and he worked down a list of asks. First, if I'd pay off the current one, which I said no. Then if I would help with the truck, then, I'd get him, then if I'd get him car play for his birthday. I said it creeped me out being asked for specific gifts. I've never had someone request a specific gift for holiday or birthday let alone a car then he brought up a sports bike because quote unquote they're cheap I feel like not getting him anything for his birthday because of all of this or only taking him out to dinner and that's all edited to add because someone asked me to add in the original post he makes 65k and has no dependents okay this is no break up with him <laughs> what literally what is he bringing to the table in any capacity granted we don't know the whole scope of their relationship I get that but he's just like trying to get as much money from you as possible and has no shame asking for it. That's 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 where it becomes concerning, right? Because it's like if you are dating someone and something comes up, which is the other thing, this is all voluntary. Like he has voluntarily gotten himself into this debt because he just like loves cars so much, which is not... That's not healthy, financially healthy in any way, shape or form to just kind of like this isn't like he incurred this huge like medical debt because he got into an accident and like something horrible happened. If that would obviously be something different. This is something he willingly entered himself into. He in his right mind incurred $12,000 in debt because he just like wanted a cool car. Like that's fucking insane and points to him just being irresponsible as a human being. And again, I I circle back to like, what are you getting out of this relationship? But also to be so comfortable asking you point, point, period, and putting together a list of things he wants you to pay off and then buy for him. Uh, That is so insane to ask for money. I, I don't know. I just feel like I would never feel comfortable asking people to pay off debt of mine like that is so insane and i think it's one thing if you're like in a relationship and like i said something happens where all of a sudden you find yourself in this like horrible financial hole and you know that your partner is wealthy and so it's like would you mind helping me out in this situation if it again if it's like something that like is kind of beyond your control in that sense um that's one thing but to like oh my god and also you're horrible with money why would she want to be giving you more money why would she want to be furthering this like weird addiction you have to horrible investments also cars in general are just the worst fucking investment so for that to be kind of like your drug of choice in this scenario is just like also not helping anything this yeah i am that's just like there's nothing good about this this is just like bad and again i go back to the fact that she didn't want him to know that she had money in the first place like that's just like that kind of tells you everything because it's like she clearly d- didn't trust him knowing that or thought that he would act differently because of it, which guess what? He is. And now he's trying to literally milk you for all that you're worth. No, not okay. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Um, Feel free to submit a picture of this podcast episode playing in your car to become this week's passenger of the week. Or you could submit a meme, a pod, uh, parked car convos related meme. Uh, we haven't had meme submissions in a couple weeks. So would love to see some of those if you are interested. That's another way you can become passenger of the week. Make sure that you're following the podcast on Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod and I will chat with you guys next week. Bye.